Welcome to Perfectly Imperfect, a podcast on mental health for folks of color. I'm your host, John Zell Anderson, licensed professional counselor. I'm the owner of Panoramic Counseling, where I specialize in treating teens and young adults in Richmond, Virginia, and throughout the Commonwealth of Virginia through online counseling. Let's get into the show. All right, so today I'm excited to um, have onto the podcast Shalanda Jackson. She is a licensed clinical social worker in the Richmond, Virginia area. Um, and she is going to talk with me today about the topic of self-esteem and self-awareness. So, um, Ms. Jackson, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Okay. Yes, my name is Shalanda Jackson. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I'm a certified sex offender treatment provider in the Richmond area. I've been in the field for over 10 years. I've been licensed for since 2014, um, and I've graduated from VCU 2011. I started J-Group Counseling Services in 2014 as far as in um, individual therapy. With J-Group Counseling Services, we do individual therapy, group therapy, couples, and marital counseling. We're also working on court order parenting classes. Mm-hmm. And we also do court order anger management classes. Okay. And is it just you uh, with J Group right now, or do you have other uh, therapists working with you? Um, as of two weeks ago, actually, I have a licensed professional counselor resident. She's um, Spanish, well, bilingual, but she's a Spanish. Her name is Maria Flores. She works on the South Side as well. Awesome. That, that's something that's definitely needed um, to have uh, a bilingual therapist um, because I get calls all the time for people looking for therapy and they need someone that can speak Spanish. Um, so that's awesome yeah. that you're being able to offer that. Okay. Yeah. So as we jump into today's topic, um, we're going to be talking about self-esteem and self-awareness. Um, so in your own words, give the listeners kind of a working definition of what self-esteem is. Um, self-esteem, basically, from what I teach it, basically self-esteem is how you feel about yourself, how you, how you hold yourself in regards to others, whether it's positive or negative. Um, also associated with self-esteem, I like to say self-worth. Because self-esteem is more so of the how you view yourself from the outer world or how something might impact you outwardly. But as far as in self-worth, self-worth is the value, how you hold yourself. So they kind of go interchangeably. Okay. That's a great working definition. And I jotted down some other terms um, that we kind of use interchangeably with self-esteem. So we've got self-awareness, self-regard, mm-hmm. self-love self-worth mm-hmm. and self-care they're all a little right. bit different but they're if you think about it they're all components of the big term which is self-esteem yeah okay so um it may seem obvious but what are some of the negative impacts of low self-esteem some of the negative impacts of low self-esteem is 
um, a low self-confidence or a low self-value and how you do your work, how you be yourself in social situations when you're interacting with other people or just more so in having the, um, I would say, how you feel about yourself, the confidence level when like a project, you have to do a project. If you have low self-esteem, you will probably more than likely question it every time you do something, whether you think it's good, but you still question it. Rather than seeking self-validation, you'll look for others to validate your own work. Mm-hmm. So not only do you have the um, the project at hand, you also have the added stressor of kind of second-guessing yourself. Yes. Okay. So since this podcast is, um, um, it's called, you know, a podcast on mental health for folks of color, um, Mm -hmm. can you give an example of some ways that, um, you know, being a person of color um, might show up in self-esteem and counseling? Have you witnessed that in your work? Um, Yes, mostly when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. Relationships as far as in parenting skills, relationships, a lot of it in couples counseling and just individual therapy. Um, some the is age wise, the oldest recently is I have fifty four year old lady to come in and mm-hmm. she's just you know, right now she's questioning a lot of her self esteem because of some of the things that she did did in the past and now mm-hmm. she's becoming aware of it. Because I think about like, you know, this past year that we've all kind of gone through, um, obviously, um, there's a lot of attention on, you know, Black Lives Matter and inequality Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, Uh Have you kind of encountered any, um, you know, self-esteem or mental health um, issues related to kind of being part of a minority? Um, as far as in client related, I've had uh, some clients, particularly male clients of color to come in around surrounding the Black Lives Matter as far as in their concerns about police brutality, mm-hmm. how they see themselves in the world as far as, in, you know, interacting with others specific, specifically, you know, around um, policing. And I'm sure that's a pretty tough thing to navigate, especially since in an ideal world, things would be fair and equal and would make sense. But in situations like that, it's not always, you know, cut and dry. Right. Right. Exactly. So, um, one of the, um, you know, when I'm working with clients, something, a a metaphor that I use to kind of talk about, uh, self-esteem is um, we all have, most of us have smartphones, right? So if you look at the signal bars, sometimes you have, Mm -hmm. you know, five bars, sometimes you have three, sometimes you have two, and it could change depending on, you know, where you are in your house or if you're in a building or in a car moving, you know, it kind of fluctuates, right? Right. And Mm -hmm. for most of us, self-esteem is not a constant. Um, We can start off the day maybe with a really high self-esteem and then a series of events could happen uh, throughout the day. And then um, as those things are happening, the self-esteem is changing. um, Right. And, you know, it could knock it down a couple of bars and then, you know, something good happens and it kind of goes up a little bit. So um, I, 
I like to use that metaphor because um, sometimes people, I think, think of self-esteem as either it's something you have or you don't have. Um, but right. it's definitely um, it kind of like our weight, you know, it fluctuates. Mm-hmm. Even if you like know roughly how much you weigh, it's going to fluctuate throughout the day when you eat and, you know, when you go to the bathroom and stuff like that, it, it's going to exist in a range. So I think it's important to think of self-esteem that way. Do you have anything to add to that on kind of what self-esteem looks like um, in a practical sense? Well, like what you were saying, I'll agree. That goes back to what I was saying earlier about the difference between self-esteem and self-worth. As far as in self-esteem, depending on what happens, it can either cause you to have a low or a high esteem about yourself. But at the end of the day, if you have a level of self-worth, uh, then, you know, you have that value, which is the inner. So regardless of what may happen outwardly, if you have that um, self-worth, which, you know, how you value yourself or your values you have, that typically will pull you to have more of a positive um, self-esteem rather than a negative self-esteem. Yes. Awesome. You know, given that we're both therapists, um, it's always good to do like a plug to the benefits of, you know, mental health services. Um, you know, anything I post on social media and stuff, I'm very like upfront about the fact that I'm a therapist that, you know, mm-hmm. also goes to therapy. Um, so tell us how um, going to counseling could help with self-esteem for someone who might be thinking about it. Going to counseling would definitely help with self-esteem because, one, it'll give you that um, self-awareness. It'll help you to um, dig into the past and find out what may have impacted you that's currently impacting you now, you know, to make you, um, impacting you as far as in going forth about things that you need to do, whether it's in the career, whether it's in relationships, or just mm-hmm. individual things. So going to therapy is always a good idea whether it might not be to help with past traumatic things it could be just to have somebody to talk to to vent to to make sure that you're on the right path you know it's not always about negative things um therapy could be a very positive thing definitely and sometimes what i'll tell people is you know we don't think too much about when the dentist says okay come back in six months Right. Because right? you right. get your teeth cleaned every six months. Um, right. Or your doctor says, well, come back for your checkup next year. You get your blood work and everything done. It's just something you do to check in. Um, right. Therapy is like going to the dentist or going to the doctor for checkups, but it's for your mind. Right? That's right. Okay. That's right. So um, given, you know, Uh, the different types of therapy and um, work that you're doing, uh, what would be some tips that you would recommend to somebody who might be struggling with their self-esteem? Definitely finding someone trust that you can talk to and having a level of self-care. So self-care as far as in whether it's taking a hot bath or going for a walk in nature or definitely having somebody that you can talk to to help, you know, when the stresses of the world come on, that when you feel your self-esteem going down or you start questioning yourself, somebody that you can talk to. 
are there any like resources or um, things that you would recommend for um, somebody who's kind of struggling with their self-esteem um, beyond, you know, therapy in particular? Um, any resources right offhand? Um, SAMHSA, SAMHSA.gov is a good um, resource as far as in a whole lot array of mental health issues, but they definitely have things on there as far as in self-esteem. Awesome. And I'll make sure to um, put a link to that in the show notes. Okay. So before we get into the game, was there anything about self-esteem or uh, self-awareness that um, I didn't ask you about that you wanted to share? Um, as far as in, I think one thing I will also add is another thing when I'm teaching self-awareness, I talk a lot about um, EQ, which is emotion regulation, mm-hmm. um, being aware of yourself in social situations. It's, it's typically four pillars, and one of the main pillars is self-awareness, because if you're not aware of how your your emotions are, then you can't manage your emotions. If you're not able to manage your emotions, then you can't really be in social situations, because when you get in a social situation and you get frustrated, upset, you tend to blow up rather than, you know, being aware of how your body might respond when you get ready to get angry or when you get ready to get anxious. You know, having that level of self-awareness will be able to help you be able to function in social situations. So I would definitely, along with self-awareness and self-esteem, definitely encourage people to check into emotional intelligence as well. Google is always a good thing. And if you just Google emotional intelligence, our real things would pop up. Okay. Awesome. So, um, to something new that I'm trying with the the podcast to do like a little um, game towards the end to kind of segue out mm-hmm. of the the topic. Um, okay. And you it you talked about this earlier, but I'm going to get a little bit more specific. So I'm going to ask you two kind of questions, and they're just fun little um, icebreaker okay. questions. So, um, what is the first album you ever bought? I think the first album I ever brought was either Drew Hill or Jodeci. Okay. Um, with Drew Hill, it'd be with that first album, Tell Me. And Jodeci, um, that first song was, um, I can't really, I can't think of it right offhand, but the both of that first album. Okay. I think it came out back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I'm a, I think fan of 80s music. You didn't like 80s? No, I said I'm a big fan of 80s music. Oh, okay. I thought you said you couldn't stand 80s music, but you said no, you're no, a no, big, big fan. No, 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 big fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I think um, the first album that I remember buying was um, TLC's Fan Mail album. Okay. I remember TLC when it first came out, but not specifically the album name, yes. Okay. Um, and then the second question Um, Because you mentioned uh, wanting to, you know, travel is a big form of self-care for you. So what Mm -hmm. is the best trip you've ever taken and why? Um, I think the best trip I've been taking is out of the country to Putacana, Dominican Republic. Okay. Why? Mostly because I'm a big beach fan. And so there is the clear blue water and the, to me, pottery fan. When we go to the Virginia Beach, you might burn your feet on the sand there, but when you go to that beach in Dominican Republic, it's just, it's, it's not even hot. You can just walk on it. It's just like heaven. Awesome. Okay. 
So, um, of course, I greatly appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today, but I want to kind of give you the floor to, um, you know, plug your business, your website, your social media accounts, anything um, that you'd want to share for people to find out a little bit more about you and your practice and the work that you do. Okay. Again, my name is Shalanda Jackson. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and a certified sex offender treatment provider in the Richmond area. My telephone number is 804-855-8403. And my website is www.jacobcounselingservices.com. And I'll make sure to put um, that information on the show notes as well so that um, it's easy to find. Thank you so much, Ms. Jackson, for taking the time to, to talk with me today. Um, okay. And you said you're planning on getting out there into the, the sun today, too? Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'll definitely be doing my self-care as well when I'm, you know, I'm going to go for a run. And um, I've actually been listening to some 90s pop and R&B today. So that's kind of the vibe okay. I'm going for. <laughs> okay. We'll um, catch up with you soon. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast. And best of all, it's free. They offer creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor also distributes your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and many more. Did I mention that you can make money from your podcast no matter the size of your following? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. If you enjoyed this episode, you can support this podcast by buying me a coffee. The link is in this episode's show notes. Thanks in advance.